0: God's good. People say, "What are these Friday night meetings are about?" Well, this is about having a place where God can do whatever He wants to do. It's not a. Uh, it's not about this. I'm not here to be entertained. How many of you are here to be entertained? How many of you are here to watch a man? You here to hear? You, we're, we're, this isn't about a personality. It's not about an individual. It's not about people. Is such, or you know, people say, Who are you? Are you, are you? I'm, I'm nobody, like Paul said. Who's Paul anyway? Who's Apollos? It's about him, it's about the Lord, amen. Yeah. So, we're not, here, we're not here to be entertained. And, um, but my, my heart is to see God sweep this nation. It's time, and we get, we'll talk a bit about that as we go, but um, it's time. There's things God wants to do in this country. There's things that the Spirit of God wants to do, and and I believe He's looking for people who're going to respond to what His Spirit is saying. He's looking for people who're going to hear what the Spirit of God is saying and and begin to respond to that, and begin to let Him let Him be who He wants to be in the church. Too, too, far too often, uh, things you know, people try to control things, or people try to do it their way or man's way, or people try to do it you know, to shut down what the Spirit of God wants to do and, and, and restrict what God wants to do. But I don't want to do that. We, I don't want God to have... It's not, it's not my job to restrict God, is it? Or to say, oh, God can do this. God can't do that. You know, I, I've said this to a few people recently or a few times while I've been preaching. I don't know. May, maybe I'm just not as intelligent or as quick as some of the other theologians on this planet. You know, some of them have figured out all the reasons why God doesn't move. I haven't. Amen. I haven't figured those reasons out. I, some, there's some people, they'll tell you all you know, all the things God won't do. And you know, and, and they try to limit God and restrict God. I, I, I don't know if, it just, if it's something simple about me, but I just believe he is the God of the Bible. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I believe he's the God who shows up. I believe he's the God who does what he said he's going to do. I believe that he's, he hasn't forgotten how to split Red Seas. <laughs> Only three or four of you you know, kind of thought, yeah. He has not forgotten how to split Red Seas. He's not forgotten how to send fire down from heaven. He's not forgotten. We were talking about it just a moment ago before we started the meeting. It's amazing how Christians are so afraid of everything going on. We're supposed to be the people of God. We're supposed to have confidence in who our God is and to know our God. What happened to the Davids? What happened to the Elijahs? What happened to the Moseses? Well, again, they had their day this is ours this is ours we're going we're going to spend we're, gonna, we're we'll pray in a moment but but I just want to I'm just going to talk a few things out of my heart first is that all right if 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 david and if if elijah and if moses if if god needed them to be here in this generation they would have been born on the earth in this generation but they won't they had their day they did what god wanted them to do they ran their race If this generation needed the Apostle Paul, God would have had the Apostle Paul born in in this generation. But who's here? Me. Me. You. God's looking for the Davids. He's looking for the Moseses of our generation. He's looking. So many people are saying, oh, you know, we, we we need a voice in the UK. I'm like, be the voice. Wake up. Some people, oh, we need, we, we need the, someone who flows in miracles and someone who does this. We need so have like Get in the presence of God and be that. Yes. Become, be, be the person God wants you to be. Get, get, get so consumed, get so filled with God. Get saturated in his presence. People say, oh, we need a revival. Yes, we do, but you know where revival's gonna start? It's gonna start with someone. Someone got to get hungry for God. Someone's got to start seeking the face of God and getting hungry for his presence. People say, oh, we need the fire. Yes, we do. That's why you need to get in your prayer time and get that fire all over you so you can spread it on to everyone else. What am I trying to say? Let's stop looking for someone else to do it. Let's stop looking for someone else to bring the fire that we need to the UK and let's be the generation. Let's be, this is one of the phrases you might have seen on Facebook, be the revival. Yes. Let that revival birth and start in us. Well, I don't know about you, i ain't going to wait for you to decide whether you're going to do that. Do what? Be the revival in your own life. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting on and doing it, yeah? You're welcome to join me. People say, you know you what, know, well, we need a revival in the UK. I'm like, you know what, I, I, no, stop all this, we need a revival in the UK. Let's get on and have a revival. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get on and have a revival. Let's get on and become the people of God filled with his presence, walking in his presence, walking in his life, walking in his word. Yeah. The, kind of, the kind of people like where Peter walked down the street, and people were just healed in his shadow because he was so saturated in the presence of God. Amen. Is it just me? Am I the only one who wants that? No, I, I know I'm not because I know there's others here that are hungry. But what is what? What am I? What am? What am I trying to do? I'm just doing what God told me to do. I'm just doing what God put on my heart to do. God said, "Get get out there and start doing meetings." I'm not worried about if one, two, three. Five, 10 people, hundred, twenty. I don't really care. I'm not into numbers. I'm not into, I'm not trying to make a name for myself. I just want to get on and do what God told me to do. Yeah. And I believe that the Spirit of God wants believers to start waking up. Amen. Yeah. He wants believers to start waking up. There's a stirring of the Spirit of God. There's a stirring going on. There's a stirring going on. If you listen to your heart, you'll hear that stirring. Not everybody's hearing it. Not every Christian's hearing it, but I believe on the inside of us there, 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 is, there is that call, there is that stirring where the Spirit of God is saying, come higher, come higher, come into my presence. Why is God doing that? Why is he calling people higher? He, he's not calling people higher because he's got nothing better to do or he's bored. He's calling us higher because he knows it's time for us to come higher. It's time for the church to be the church. It's time for the body of Christ to be the body of Christ time for the glorious church to arise. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm fed up with putting things off for the future. I'm fed, I'm fed up. People say, oh, well, one day we might be a glorious church. I'm like, let's just get on and be a glorious church now. Who's going to stop us? Who told me I can't be the glorious church? Did anyone tell you, you, you in, 19, in two, 2021, you're not allowed being the glorious church? You have to wait until what, 2050. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God shows it in his word, and he begins to say, this is his plan. This is his vision. This is his desire for the church. What do you think is supposed to happen inside of us? We're supposed to see his desire, see his heart, and say, that's what he wants his church to be. That's what I'm going to get on and be. He oh, but, you know, that's only for the end-time generation. Well, let me say a couple of things about that. We're a lot closer than people realize. Yes. Uh, you know what? I wasn't going to teach right away. Do you mind if I just say one or two more things right at first, and we'll do a bit of prayer and worship? There's no agenda. There is literally no plan for this meeting, okay? We're just going to go with what the Spirit of God, and then we'll worship. Someone says, but, you know, I like it when there's a plan. Well, it's okay. Um, you, you can go where there's a plan another time, but, the, but we're just going to go with what God's got and what the Spirit of God wants to say. I think, I think I'm just going to say this right at the start. So go, let, let's go to Matthew I might teach a little bit. We might pray and worship a little bit. Then we might teach some more. Then I might sit down and say, "Right, someone else teach a little bit."
1: <laughs> okay. I, I
0: don't want to sit. I don't want to sit around. How many of you? How many of you just sometimes? You know, are there hungry people in here? Anyone hungry in here? How, how many of you look at? You know, you watch things online, maybe going on in other places of the world, and you say, "Man, we need that here in the UK." Anyone? Well, here it is, guys. Let's, let's have it. Let's have it. Uh, let's not sit around and say, oh, I wish someone would rise up and we could have meetings like that. We're doing it. We're doing it, yeah? And I, it's not because I'm anything. You can go, out and do it. Just get on. Let's just do it. Let's just have a revival. Let's just have them be, be what God wants us to be and step up. Someone says, you know, God's been dealing with us to come higher, you know, and for the last three years, God's been dealing with us to come higher. I look at them and say, why has it taken you three years? <laughs> People are almost proud, like, you know, the Lord's been dealing with me for five years now to spend more time with Him. I'm like, wake up! When are you going to do it? <laughs> get in His presence. Let's get closer to Him. Let's rise up in the things of God. Let's, let's be who he wants us to be. And let's become filled and saturated with the presence of God, hungry. Let's be a, a people that are just going to get on our knees and cry out and say, Father God, we are hungry. Move. Pour out your spirit. Use me if you want to. Let's, 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 we we, we, we want to see the, the breath of the, the, the spirit of God, the life of God, the reign of the spirit of God, the fire of God, whatever you want to call it. The breath of God breathing through the churches across the United Kingdom. We want to see life. Churches beginning to rise up filled with the presence of God. And and, and God be able to do what he wants to do. Someone says, oh, but you know, I I go to a church where they don't let that happen. Well, you know what, then get on and have have it happen in your own life. Let's stop moaning about what others are not doing. Let's do it. Anyone want to join me? Yeah.
1: Amen.
0: <laughs> you know what? A couple of times in the Old Testament, sometimes you get people like Gideon. Anyone heard of Gideon? You know, when God, when God raised Gideon up, and, and I think Gideon, this, but there's others, there's others that do this in the Bible, where sometimes God sent them out, God would raise up a leader, and then they would blow the trumpet throughout the land, and they would call the people, yeah? Yep. And they said, Come on, gather the people. Why did they do that? Because they wanted to see the ones who would respond. The ones who would hear that call and begin to respond. And begin to say, yeah, okay, I'm going. Let's go. I'm, I'm going get, to get in there. Gonna, I want to get involved in what God's doing. So I believe that's what, that's what we're going to see more and more of. And I believe God, that God's doing that. God's raising up a call. He's raising up a voice. He's, he's raising voices up. People, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting fed up with people say we need a voice in the UK. I'm like, hey, we've got voices in the UK. Just listen to them. <laughs> They're happening. God is speaking. Did, did that give you enough time to get to Matthew 25? Matthew 25. Hallelujah. And, we, and we're going to do some praying and worshiping in a moment. How many of you satisfied with where you are? How many of you satisfied with the way with with the way you see the way the church is? I'm not. I'm not. When I look at the word and I look at the church, and, and again, when I say the church, I'm 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 talking in to- context with this country. Yeah? I see very different. Just, they, don't, they don't look the same, do they? You look in the book of Acts. And like I said, maybe I'm just not as quick as other people. And I'm not just trying to say bad things about myself, but I'm, I'm saying that jokingly. But I, I believe the model God gave us for the church in the book of Acts is his plan for the church. He wants a church functioning like that. Some people say, oh, but miracles and power stopped in the church. I'm like, give me the scripture and the verse. Stop making things up as you go along. Stop, stop inventing scriptures and inventing things. Oh, this doesn't apply today. This doesn't apply today. Where, 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 where do people get all that junk from? Trying to talk you out of the Bible. God's, God gave us his word. He's looking for people who say, okay, I believe you are who you said you are. And I, be, I believe God wants to do what he said he's going to do. All right, for those of you who hadn't got to Matthew 25, you should definitely be there now. Matthew 25, how many of you have ever heard the, the parable of the ten virgins. I just want to point something out in this parable right now, uh, just for a moment. What, what happened? There, there were ten virgins, yeah? And five of them took extra oil. The, the, Jesus called them wise. Five of them didn't. Now, I've taught all kinds of messages out of this. We could talk about how the five foolish were unprepared. I've taught that message. They didn't get ready in advance. And and you can see that in there. Okay? But there's a bit more in here than than, than sometimes we we, 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 we maybe notice or talk about. Before before I say that about this parable, how many of you believe Jesus? First of all, let's start on a simple one. How many of you believe Jesus? Yes, that's that's a good point to say yes right there before I even finish the sentence. How many of you who believe Jesus knew what he was talking about? Yeah, I do. How many of you think that any theologian since Jesus knew more than him? <laughs> is, is there any writer of any commentary since Jesus who knew more than Jesus? No. Now, talking to some Christians, you'd think so. You'd think, so. Yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd think maybe Jesus didn't get it quite all right, talking to some Christians. <clears throat> How many of you think Jesus said things with the intention that we would have to go and correct what he said because he didn't say it quite right? (laughs) How many of you think God put things in his word and then thought afterwards, oh my word, I should have said it differently. I need to raise up a a preacher who's going to fix what I said wrong. Now, why am I saying all these things? Because do people do that? They do, they, they try, oh, Jesus didn't mean what he said he meant. Do you really have that little bit of respect for our Lord and Savior? Do you think he was that, and, and I'm not saying this mockingly toward him, I'm saying this toward people's attitudes toward him. Do you really think Jesus was that stupid that he didn't know what he was talking about when he said things? Did he, does he really need us to come and fix them? Well, you know, I know Jesus said that, but he, you know, what he really meant. He does not need us to come and fix what he said. What he needs is us to believe what he said. So, so we've established this. We all believe Jesus knew what he was talking about, and nobody in the church since Jesus has known more than Jesus knew. Would you agree with me? Jesus is the Word. He knew, he, he knew far more than he said. He even said to his dis- own disciples, I haven't told you everything yet. Yeah. Now, how many of you know in Jesus' in own... Uh, it, it, how many of you have ever read any of his parables or anything Jesus taught? And um, you'll see in there, did Jesus ever talk about the future? Once or twice? Did, did he ever say anything about the days or the age ahead? He said a lot, didn't he? Oh yeah. did, did 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 he? What, did he only talk about two or three years past his lifetime? How far did he talk? The end of the age. <laughs> he, 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 he There's things in his parable that go all the way up to the end. Yeah. So there's a lot of insight in what he says. And did he know? Did Jesus know some things that were going to happen? Did he know things further down the road than his own life? He did. He knew some things. So let's look at some of the things that he said. Is that all right? In this parable. Does this parable give us insights about some things concerning what was to come? It does, doesn't it? Let's read it. Matthew 25, verse 1. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise and five were foolish. How many were wise? How many were foolish? How many were there in total? Okay. Just remember that those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. That's, that's where they, that's where they were foolish. They didn't get ready in advance. They weren't ready for some things. They didn't prepare. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. Now, how many many of you, when you read verse one to four, you kind of get the impression there's a bit of an excitement going on? I I, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm just reading into it and that. But you know, what are these ten ten virgins going to? They're going to a wedding. (laughs) They're going to a wedding. Do, do people get a bit excited when they're going to a wedding? Oh, yeah. no. Here you've got this group group of women here, and they're getting excited. They're prepared. They're anticipating. They're eager. They're excited. Is there any expectancy? Yeah. yeah. If you if you were getting, if there was a group of, of people, you know, maybe some I don't know people getting ready, and you know they're getting clothes, they're getting dressed, and they you know they oh we're going to the wedding, so excited. There's anticipation, isn't there? Yeah. Would there be expectancy in the environment? It would be so. Verse one to four. I get the impression they're quite excited about what's going on. But then, what happens? What happens right after that? Verse, verse, five, verse, uh, verse six. sorry, verse five. But while the bridegroom delayed, <clears throat> how many of you have ever been getting ready for an event? And then you know maybe maybe someone's going to pick you maybe someone's coming to pick you up and they say I'll be there at six o'clock, and so you're all getting ready you're all excited every you know like oh quickly quick, oh it's five to 6 i am going to be here any minute grab my handbag grab my bag you know grab my grab, grab, grab got my jacket on everything you're all excited, and then six o'clock comes six fifteen goes six thirty goes, and the person's not there. And you can, oh. How many? Of you, what happens to the excitement level? starts to go down. It starts to turn into frustration. And then what, what happens, you know, let's add a little bit in here just for illustration purposes. What happens if they then text you? Because, you know, they didn't have mobile phones to text you was coming late when Jesus told the parable. Yeah. But what happens if they text you and say, sorry, we've been held up. We're going to be an extra two hours. Apart from the fact that you think you're going to miss the wedding. But let's say, let's forget that element. Let's say you've got the time. And, you know, you, you're going to be there really early. What, what happens? What happens to your all expectancy and your excitement? It's gone again. It's gone, isn't it? And what do you what do you te- what, what are you most likely to, to do? Sit down, flick the TV on. Anyone want a coffee? <laughs> you start to settle back, don't you? You see why? You suddenly think we got time. It's no rush. The expectancy goes out the window. Am I wrong? So, here's the next question. Did Jesus know there was going to be a delay? Someone says, no, I don't think he did know. He's the one who told the parable, remember? He put it in the parable. So, let's ask the question again. Did Jesus know there was going to be a delay? (laughs) <laughs> there's the answer, yes, it's in the word. Are there other parables which, which talk about the delay? Talk about I think there's one about a landowner who went and, yes yeah, and then it, while the landowner delayed his return, the, the servants started messing around. Does Jesus put this idea of delay in a number of his parables? Does that give you the idea he knew there was going to be a delay? Did it take him by surprise? No. Do you realize there's not a single thing that has happened in the church in the last 2,000 years that has taken Jesus by surprise? People talk about all the false doctrine and all the different things that are taught. Didn't catch him by surprise. Do you know, Jesus is the one who told the parable of the wheat and the tares. He told that parable before the church was even birthed. He knew it was going to (laughs) happen. And what did he say in that parable? Let it grow up until? Basically, toward the end. Let's let's summarize it like that. And toward the end, we're going to deal with it have you ever preached and you're not sure do we go that way or that way and we've got a hundred ways we want to go right now okay but I'm going somewhere with what I'm saying here I, I want us to realize something I want to stir us in some areas Jesus knew there was going to be a delay Jesus knew there was going to be wheat and tares he told us in advance but he also talked about the end of the age now this is what I was going to say how Many of you realize there's going to come a point when the end of the age comes. Do you realize that everything that is prophesied and spoken about in the Bible eventually hits a point, it happens? Now, I've talked about this before in other messages. Some of you have heard me. I've talked to, I've got messages that I call a time of fulfillment. Anyone remember? I've preached some of that. I know some people here might not have heard me preach before. But there's a time of fulfillment. There's a time when when God fulfills and does. God doesn't speak things out and and then just never do them. Sometimes he talks them out thousands of years in advance, but there will always be a point in human history when it happens. He spoke about the coming Messiah, the, the Christ, the seed that was coming. Do you realize there was a generation that where it happened? Some of you are not convinced. When I say the the, 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 the seed, the Christ, the Messiah, I'm talking about Jesus, yeah? Yeah. Did he come the first time? That's what I'm referring to. We've got it. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In fact, we're reading it now. In other words, there was a point he came. And that became a fulfillment of things he'd been speaking out for a long time. Did everybody in Jesus' generation realize that things were being fulfilled right in front of their eyes? No no See there comes a point where where God starts to do things. Now let me bring this back to the parable of the ten virgins. Hold that thought. Let's read this first. The bridegroom was delayed. Verse five. What happened when the bridegroom was delayed? What does it say in your Bible? Verse five. Some of you reading the the the, the 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 it says it starts with. I know the wording might be different in your Bibles with different translations. Verse five. But while the bridegroom was delayed, what happened? Okay. How many of them fell asleep? Only the five foolish ones? All of them fell asleep. That, 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 that caught me by surprise when I was reading, because I've always thought, oh, it's the five foolish, the five f- wise, and the wise were just perfect the whole way through. No, they fell asleep too. <laughs> they fell asleep as well why do people sleep when you've got an event coming up why would you possibly go to sleep expectations gone down and because you think you've got time it's not about to happen people go to sleep when they feel there's no rush We've got an extra hour to take a quick dip. Yes? Anyone ever done that? That's why people go to sleep. Well, I mean, apart from our day, you know, every night. But I'm talking about in context of waiting for an event, waiting for something to happen. All of them went to sleep. Why? Because of the delay. Things were taking longer. They thought they had extra time. Now, do you realize, in context of the parable, that... There, regardless of whether they were asleep or not, there was going to come a time that bridegroom came. Yes,
1: yeah. That's
0: right. That bridegroom coming was guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to happen. How many of you understand? Let's put, let's put this in context of our Lord. Yeah. Jesus is coming. Yeah. It is guaranteed. Do you realize it's, it's yeah. going to happen? The danger is, When we feel that it's gonna happen in a long time. And we feel we got time. What happens when we feel we got time? Start to fall asleep. Do you know all over the New Testament there are instructions about stay awake? It's even in the word the word very often we see the word watch. That word watch means keep awake. Paul talks about wake up, and, and basically I'm going to paraphrase, because now it is high time. Your salvation is drawing near. Yeah. Wake up. Did Jesus know yeah. the church was going to go to sleep? Yeah. Yeah. He knew it. He put it right there for us. He told us it was going to happen. You knew it. You get despite the, how, how many of you have always obeyed all of God's instructions? Because if you have, you should be the one preaching. We've all at some point not followed something, yeah? <laughs> Remember the the perfect one throws the first stone? Similar idea. If you've never you've never if you've perfectly followed all of God's instructions, I think we better listen to you to teach. <laughs> so even though he put it in his word, stay awake. Does it mean we've always followed that? No. We get lulled into a, a false sense of security, a false sense of there's lots of time. And what happens? We have a doze. Where does that come from? That comes from this idea Jesus isn't coming back soon. We've got time. And the enemy uses this. In fact, I, I want to show you something quickly. Let's uh, I'll come back to Matthew twenty five. Let me go right down. Let me find where I've got the scripture. I think it actually might be Matthew as well, it might be Matthew twenty four. I can't remember. Let me find where that verse is. Ah oh, no, Matthew thirteen. Matthew thirteen. This is I mentioned this one the wheat and the wheat and the tares. I, I didn't plan to teach this long on this, but but it's all right, yeah. The wheat's and the tares. Matthew 13, everybody there? Verse 24. Another parable he put forth to them, saying... So Jesus is telling parables again. Did Jesus just tell parables because he was bored? Is he giving incredible insight in what he's trying to say? He is. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. Did God sow, Did God sow good seed? Does God sow bad seed? No. No. Where'd all the bad seed come from? What does verse 25 say? But can someone read what their translation says of verse 25? Does, is, is that what it says right, right from the start of verse 25? There it is right there. When? When did the enemy get in? When the landowner slept? No, 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 it doesn't say that. The, the landowner, the man sowed good seed, but while? Everybody slept. There it is right there. It's not the landowner's fault. When did the enemy get in? What lets the enemy get, get, get a foothold? What, what, where, where does the enemy get? What does what he use to get his agenda moving? Sleeping Christians. There it is right there. While men slept, his enemy came. Do you know there's a there's another one? I Don't know where this one is right now. Off the top of my head, it's somewhere. In fact, you can go you can go quickly to to one Peter five. There's another one you might recognize the phrase. This is uh, just got, you go to one Peter five. But this this is um. I'm just going to pull this phrase out because it's interesting. Matthew 24 verse 43 says this. Just pulling part of the phrase out. If the master of the house had known. Anyone ever heard this before? Yeah. If the master of the house had known, had known what? What hour the thief would, ha- would come. Does anyone know their scriptures? I know you're from different backgrounds. Don't, don't feel bad if you don't know the scriptures and I'm asking you to quote things. It's a, it's a bad habit of mine. I'm a teacher. I try to get people to, 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 to also speak things out, and stir up knowledge of the word themselves. But it's all right. There's no, no condemnation if you don't know the scriptures worry, but some of these, a lot of people do know, okay? You're in 1 Peter, 10, 1 Peter 5, but I'm in Matthew 24, verse 43, and it says this, if the master of the house had known, had known what? What hour the thief would come? What would he have done? If, if, if your house was going to get broken into, and you knew the exact time the thief was coming, what would you do? Would you be asleep at that time? You'd be you'd be behind the door with your baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. You'd be ready. You, you wouldn't fall asleep if you had known. This is what Jesus put in the power. He said, if they had known, had they known the hour the thief would come. This is what he said. He would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. That's Now, the way Jesus said that is, is is past tense. If he had known, this particular one, now many of the others is talking future, but this is an interesting statement. If the master of the house had known, what, is that, what, what does that sound like? Regret. Yeah. I wish I'd known. Wish I'd known. Wish I'd known when the thief was coming, because in my house, I'd still have my... Let, you know, whatever's valuable these days. I was going to say my DVD player, but no, it's not even valuable anymore. You know. <laughs> okay. If people had known, would they've gone to sleep? If someone knows their their house is going to be broken into, there's a thief coming. Are you going to go to sleep? Now I know I'm being repetitive. Repetitious. That's the word I want. But but I, I want I want. I want, I want to drive this point home. If you'd known when it's going to happen, would you sleep? Right. If we knew the exact moment Jesus is coming back, would we be, a, would be, would we be asleep? No. But see, God even told us, no man knows. The exact, only the Father knows. But he does indicate we should know the season. And we should recognize the season. And what, 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 if, we, if, we, if we start to anticipate and start to recognize the signs, what's supposed to happen? Are we supposed to go, oh, oh, it's the signs, they're happening. Oh, I don't feel like getting up right now. I'm going to go back to sleep for another hour. <laughs> Is that what you're supposed to do when you, when you start seeing the signs? What's supposed to happen when you see the signs? Supposed to wake up, supposed to wake up, but you see, many Christians are just going back to sleep. How, how many of you have ever hit your alarm bell like 20 times? I, I, I'm not good at I'm, my alarms in the morning. I set like 15 alarms on my phone because I stopped most of them, and I, I set another one five minutes later, and another one five minutes later because I keep, I keep, I'm gonna stop that one. I don't want to get up. I am, stop that one. You see, we get cozy when we sleep, wing, we don't want to get up. I stay in bed is nice and comfy in my bed.
1: <laughs> it's warm.
0: But when it's time to get up, then what? It's time to get up. And and, and what happens if you if you oversleep? Anyone have ever overslept for work? What happens? You're late. How many of you want to be late for the return of Jesus? How many of you want to be that one with the regret? If only I'd known when he was coming, I would have woken up. Yeah. If, if, if the master of the house had known, he wouldn't have slept. Is, is there a message throughout the word of God, the New Testament, don't sleep? And if you have gone to sleep, wake up. What, why? Why is it there? Jesus knew the Christians were going to go to sleep. He knew the body of Christ was going to go to sleep. He knew it all along. I said go to 1 Peter, didn't I? We were talking about the enemy a moment ago. How did the enemy get in? Remind me, how did the enemy get in? While well, they were asleep. Is, 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 does the New Testament indicate that the sleeping is a good thing? Do good things happen while well, everyone's asleep? No, that's when enemies get in. That's when things happen you regret afterwards because you, your house was broken into. Yeah? Uh, 1 Peter 5, Every, anyone there? Verse 8? Yeah. i give you lots of time to get to the scriptures. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 Be sober. Do you, do you, are everyone looking? Be sober. Be. Why? Because your adversary, who's the adversary? The devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Now, we love, we, I mean, we love, I, I'm not saying I love the enemy wandering around trying to devour people, but, but, you know, we quote the second part of that verse, your adversary, the devil walks around like a roaring lion. And we seem to jump those first two words, be sober, be vigilant. Now, I'm not going to talk about both of them, but the word vigilant there means stay awake. It's the same idea. Why? The enemy can get sleeping Christians. Wake up! Wake up! Let's go back to Matthew twenty-five. Matthew twenty-five. I'm trying to find where it is in my notes. Matthew twenty-five. So what happened in verse five? The bridegroom was delayed, and how many of them slept? All. <clears throat> all of them. Why? why Why? It's remind ourselves why did the sleeping happen? Because the expectation's gone. They feel they've got time. Yes, exactly the excitement, the passion of, of all things are going to happen. What, what would have what would have kept them awake if they'd kept the excitement and the passion there and the expectation. But because time began to tick, time began to go past, they began to doze off. But as I've been saying, th- this is a dangerous place because this is where the enemy starts to get in. Now, if we stayed awake, we been a- the enemy wouldn't have been able to get in. But you know what? I'm, I can't change what happened 1,500, 500, 300, 200 years. I can't change. They yeah. can have an effect on us today,
1: yeah.
0: now. Now let's read the next verse. Verse six. At midnight a cry was heard. Do you see that in yours? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, we could go into the midnights and all those. I'm not, I'm not gonna do into that, but, but 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 what was heard at midnight? Now, when it says a cry, it doesn't mean a baby crying. Okay? What what's that cry? In other words, that cry is an announcement. Yeah. What's that announcement? Time to wake up. <laughs> Some of you go, woo, woo, I woke up right there, yes? okay. That, in other words, that's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. What, is that, what is that cry doing? It's doing two things. It's announcing the, return, the, the bridegroom's arrival, and two, it's starting to stir the people up. Why did Jesus put this in this parable? Thank you. This is needed. Yeah, yeah. This is what's going to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. <laughs> Amen. There's a cry. Does do, do you announce, just in the natural world, do you announce the arrival of a king? Does the king just wander in and no one's expecting him and they're all sitting on the... Oh,
1: oh, Qu- quickly,
0: he's here quickly. No, we'll just you know, no, no. no. What happens? What happens? You know, if you know, if the, you know, if the qu- just you know, if there was a big ceremony and the queen was about to arrive, I would not say king, we'll say queen because we're you know, where we are in England. But, you know, if, she, if the queen's about to arrive, do, does she just wander in while we're all having coffee and all in different rooms? No, no, no. What happens? What happens before she arrives? Her team will come in, her aides and her helpers, and say, everybody, line up, line up, yeah. I've never met the queen, but that's the impression I get of what will happen. Because every time I ever see her on TV, I see her and a a long line of lined up people. So who lined them up? (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) She didn't do that. She didn't come in the room and say, okay, come on, people, I'm here. Quickly, quickly, quickly. What happens before a royalty arrives? An announcement. Does God do that? Or is that just natural people that do that? Was there an announcement bef- before he came the first time? Was there a voice of one crying in the wilderness saying, Prepare the way? What's God doing with that voice crying in the wilderness? Wake, it's, it's coming, it's happening. Do you get the impression God does this? I do. Do we see, even, even read the book of Revelation, and I don't want to go into all of the eschatological, you know, what's this and what's that, but, but do you see trumpets announcing things? When things are gonna happen, is there an announcement? So what are we, the body of Christ, gonna do when this announcement comes? Well, you know, I just don't think it's gonna happen in our lifetime, so we're gonna be cozy and go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah this is the problem no we need we need to realize there's a generation this is going to happen i've got news for you we're it
1: yes.
0: oh, are you a prophet are you prophesying that no i'm just i'm just speaking out what i get in my heart we're it we're it I've said that I said that to someone about six, I don't know, a year ago. I said, you know, do you realize we're, we're, we're right there? Jesus is coming back. I said, we need to realize this. That announcement, the announcing, the return of the king is happening now on the earth. Are you gonna stay asleep? Or are you gonna listen? That's the question. I said I said that to someone a while ago, I don't know, a year or so ago. I was just talking to them, and they got all concerned and they said, what, what do you mean Jesus is coming back? You know, then it could be, you know, what, what, like five, ten, ten years? I said, I'm not putting a time on it, but I can tell you this. It ain't decades. Yeah. Decades. And say, so, yeah, I'm maybe a decade. I'm not going to put a time on it. That's not my job. We'll leave that to the prophecy teachers. Yeah. <laughs> okay? But I'm telling you, I do not believe. We're talking decades or generations. I believe we are already in... The transition of, of 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 the ages is start. It's happening already in the realm of the spirit. There's a transition period. A countdown clock has already started, and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak it out. I'm gonna be bold enough to say it, because the spirit of God. I believe that's what the, what I'm hearing in my heart. Did Jesus say the Holy Spirit, who is inside of you, will show you things to come? And someone says, oh, but I don't hear that. Well, are you listening? That's the question. But I'm not the only one. They're, they're, you're hearing this more and more around the world.
1: Yes.
0: In fact, I was saying it for a while, and I was saying it and speaking it out, and someone said, oh, you need to listen to this person's teaching. You know, And I'm like, really? And I thought, okay, I'll ever listen to their teaching. And I, thought, and th- I, I was listening, and I was listening, and I was listening, and I thought to myself, he stole my notes. He's preaching my message. <laughs> And then I listened to another person. I thought, yeah, he stole stole the other notes. I wondered where my notes were. They were preaching my message. No, they're not preaching my message. They're hearing the same thing. Spirit of God is speaking some things. There is an announcement going on. What's the purpose of that announcement? Wake up. Wake up. Is it okay for us to stay asleep? any longer? No. No. There is, this is not a time to stay asleep. Like I said, I, I, I'm going to finish my story. I, I, I knew there was, I was trying to pause there. I was like, I know there's something I didn't finish saying. I was talking to someone <laughs> six months or a year ago, and um, I said this to him. I said, I don't believe we've got decades. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. If I would not have spoken like this five years ago. Mm -hmm. I've always believed Jesus is coming soon. But something twigged on the inside of me, and I felt there was a change in season took place in the realm of the Spirit. Now, I've always been bold with what I preach. I'll preach the word boldly. But there's certain things I'm saying now that I would not have said a few years ago quite like this. I would say, yes, we're close. I believe Jesus is coming soon. But me talking in terms of... Not having decades, I don't think I would have had the boldest to say that. Yeah. I'm saying it because I'm saying what I'm hearing in my heart. But I said that to someone. I spoke to them, and they were a Christian. And you know what they said to me? But but, but I've got plans. I wanted to go to college, and I wanted to buy a house. Yeah. What? Would you want to buy your house for 100000 What How about a mansion up in heaven? You want one of those? Yeah. Do you think it'll be a little bit better than your white picket fence that you you See, what's the problem? <clears throat> not just not expecting, it's not that important to some of them.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. It comes as a bit of a shock to some people to realize, you know, some people, we like having our plans. I, I'm not saying don't plan, have your plans, do what you wanna do, but let but let God in those plans, okay? I'm not saying don't have plans, but you know what? Some people, their plans are more important to them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 this is where I see myself in 10 years' time, and this is where I see myself in 20 years' time, and I, d- does the return of Jesus factor in there anyway? No, 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 please, I don't want him to come back for at least 30 years, because I want to do this, 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 and this. No urgency. Yeah. I just looked at this person, I thought, what? It's like, who cares about your plans? If Jesus comes back, you know it's going to be much better. You ain't going to look back in heaven and thought, I wish I'd had my white picket fence back on earth. You're really not going to
1: in eternity.
0: Yeah? But some people, it's not a priority to them. But there's been a season change. Some things, I don't even quite know how to describe it sometimes the only way i can describe it is 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 the, the way the spirit of god put it on my heart and other people might describe it other ways but what spirit of god said to me was that a countdown timer has started yes so he said to me so clear what happens you know in the last few minutes before something's going to happen they start that 10
1: 9
0: 8 yeah? yeah and very often once that countdown timer stops it starts there's no stopping it this is it this everyone's What's gonna happen? You know, if they're gonna launch a rocket, say 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, and and some guy, you know, he he hasn't quite finished something that he had to do before the rocket launches, or let's say he's under he's under the fuel, you know. (laughs) Not a good place to be. And suddenly he 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 looks up and he sees the big 10, 9, 8. What's gonna happen? He better run, he better get in position, move, 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 move. Yeah, (laughs) you don't sit there and think. It's not a good time to start the timer, but you know what? I'm quite cozy here. I can get my barbecue out. Once things, start, once things start happening, sometimes we've got to move quicker. Sometimes the pace has to pick up because we don't have as long left to get some things done. Some of them are even beginning to realize. I don't know. Oh, don't apologize ever. I don't, I've taught in Bible schools. I'm used to interruptions. <laughs> okay? But, 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 but what's got to happen? What, no, no, look, look what happens. At midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. What, what is going on here? Does God, is he going to give some kind of announcement? It's not going to necessarily be, be some booming voice from heaven. But are we gonna to start to pick something up? Are we gonna to start to send some things? Is there gonna be a point? Is God gonna start raising people up, saying, Now, now it's the time, it's ready. Yeah. What's the purpose of this? What's what is the point of that cry? Like I said, it's it's remind ourselves. Part of it, you know, was was because he was actually coming back, but part of it was to wake them up. Wake them up. How many of them were asleep? How many of them needed waking up? Is it time for the body of Christ to wake up? Is it time? People say, oh, you know, we need someone to tell us to wake up. You know, we need, I'm telling you, wake up. Don't, Don't hit the snooze button, wake up. Because that waking up time is pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because back, back now suddenly the, it's no more delay. Now he's coming now. Back comes the expectation. You know, I know in many revivals in history that they've had that expectation of the return of Jesus. It's common in revivals. In fact, it's it. Yeah. I think because. That 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 belief of the return of Jesus does tend to make people wake up a little bit when people realize he's coming soon. So God's always used that, okay? But don't don't let the enemy lull you into thinking, oh, they've thought that before and it never happened. The enemy wants to sit in your show, Oh yes, they hundred years ago they thought Jesus was going to come back. They were to revive. They evangelized the world, and then they all went back to sleep again.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yes, it's true that that idea has been around a bit, but let me tell you this. There's something different this time. There's something different. Yeah? yeah. This is... This, when I talk revival, and, 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 and I'm telling you, I, in my heart, I see this nation... Burning, blazing fire of the move of God across every town and village and said, People say, oh, but it doesn't look like that. I'm not looking at what I see in the natural my faith does not look at what it's what sees in the I see I I'm I looking at what I see in my heart. And God has always spoken the UK has a special place in God's heart. There's some people that think, oh, you know, you know, they've tried having revivals there in the UK. And, oh, we, we've tried. And, oh, I've even heard some people say maybe God's going to just skip over the UK. I'm like, I do not believe any of that. Yeah, well, they, uh, that is, you better, yeah, you put your foot down with me on that one because we are having, I'm preaching to her, by the way, we are having this revival, yes. <laughs> Amen. That's the attitude. No, no. Don't tell me we're not having it in this country. I'm here, you're here, let's have it. <laughs> but I believe God has, a, God has ordained some special things for this nation. This nation has always been in his plan for his end times revival. There's some things he's ordained to come through this nation. And they're going to happen. So don't, 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 don't look at what you see. Catch that vision in your heart of what the Spirit of God says. Put your faith on what you see in your heart that He is showing you we can have for this nation. How many of you, how many of you know some things about faith and believing God? And how, you know, you know some people say, you know, we, we've learned how to believe God for, for, for answers to our prayers and healing and other things. And that's great, but that, that's training ground. We need some people who will start putting their faith on taking a nation. We need some people who start putting their faith and speaking out over this nation and believing God, believing what I see in my heart will come to pass. I'm not moved by what I see happening in the church, but I believe that what God has said will come to pass in this nation. And that stirring and that revival. How many of you are with me? That cry is going out. Now, what happened? What happened next? I, I didn't even intend to teach this, this, more, this tonight, but I think this is good, yeah? What happened in verse 7? Yep, that's it. Then all, not just the five foolish, all. Not just the five wise, all. They all woke up. That's what needs to happen. Now, when did they wake up? Was it 10 minutes after the bridegroom came? Was it the bridegroom walking in the door that woke them up? Announcement before he walked in the door and now woke them up. Jesus put it in the parable. Yeah? That's right. That 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 announcement is what's gonna is, is, is designed to wake them up. Because By the time the bridegroom walks in, they're supposed to be wide awake. Jesus is not coming back for a a church that's asleep. He's expecting to come back for a church that's awake. Not not just half of them awake. (laughs) What did they do? What, What did they do as well as wake up? Then all the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps what's that got to do with was it just was it just the, 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 the wise ones that trimmed their lamps no, actually it was during the trimming of the lamps that the wise the foolish ones realized they had no oil yeah. so that they all woke up they all started started i was going to say they all started trimming their lamps what's trimming the lamps well you see they didn't quite use these kind of things, the electricity back then, we know they, they were oil burners, yeah. I, I'm not an expert on that, but the gist of what I understand that and it had a it was like a wick which came up from the oil. I'm not gonna graphically show it exactly how it is, because I don't quite know. I should have looked up a picture in advance. But but this is the gist of what I've got. They had the oil and then they had the wick come up, yeah? But you know what, you know what happened when those wicks, if they were left burning and you for hours and hours and hours and you go to sleep and it's just burning, 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 you know what begins to happen? charcoal would begin to form on the wick. Yeah. And the flame would, would, would it couldn't burn properly, so it would begin to go down. Right. And, and, and the, the smoke, it wouldn't be a clean flame, it would be sooty yeah. and dimmed. So what was the point of trimming the lamps? They trimmed the lamps to cut off the, 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 the charcoal-y bit yeah. so that it's a clean flame that's burning. So what, what do you see? Not only do they wake up, but now you start to see that they get that the fire. The fire starts to come in here. Clean burning fire. Is Jesus coming back for a church with a sooty, charcoaly flame? No. He's Coming back for a church with a clean, burning fire flame. I don't know about you, but that excites me. I don't know about you, but that excites me.
1: Yeah.
0: Who's, who, whose job was it to wake up? Did the bridegroom have to wake them up? Now, uh, thankfully, there's a bit Jesus didn't put in the parable because he gave us the Holy Spirit and he helps us. So it's kind of connected to the bridegroom. Yes. So, you know, <laughs> but at the end of the day, who, whose responsibility was it to be awake?
1: There's. There's."
0: He was like, "Oh Lord, revive us. How about you wake up? <laughs> when the Lord revives me, then we'll wake up." <laughs> no. <laughs> OK? Do you, you know, I, I've heard someone say, so "I'm going to we're going to pray in a moment, sure." Because I wanted to pray and worship right at the start, but but we went this way. That's all right, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. Put a teacher in a pulpit, and he ain't oh, going to yeah. shut up. You know what exactly what I'm on about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got someone else up to do the praying at the start. Then maybe we would have done that right away. But it's okay. We'll do that. But um, what was I going to say? Whose responsibility was it to wake up? Yes. So, so I, I've had some, I, you know what, there are Christians, I've heard Christians say, well, you know, revival is not, tech, is not scriptural. The word revival is not in the Bible. Anyone ever heard that one? Yes. I've, heard, I've heard Christians say that one. The, 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 the word revival is, how can you revive a church that is, because, to, you see, in their mind, the word revival only means one thing. Now, how many of you, anyone here an English teacher or grammar teacher or anyone ever, anyone ever taught English? Anyone been studied a lot of English? How many English words have just one meaning? I oh, no, know. A lot of words have multiple meanings. Yes, they do. So some people say, well, you know, the word revive means come back to life. And the, 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 the church is alive, so you can't revive what is alive. How's that for human logic? That is human logic, human wisdom. But you go look up the word revive in the Bible, you'll find, sorry, in the dictionary, not in the Bible, you'll find that the word revive, one of the meanings is to wake up, to come awake, to awaken. Is there a difference between a revival and awakening? No, they're the same thing, basically. It is is in a time that people come awake. Wake up. But don't wait for the person next to you to wake up. Hey, the person next to you is still sleeping, and you're waiting for them to wake up. So you stay asleep until they wake up, both of you missing it. <laughs> yeah? You say, well, I'm waiting for there to be a revival, and then I'm going to wake up. No, no, you've got it. We, people have got this so wrong. Revivals in history, they always started with a group waking up first. Getting hungry, starting to seek God, starting to respond to God. I'm saying, I'm not waiting waiting for the rest of the church in the UK to wake up. I'm waking up. Hallelujah. It's It's
1: time.
0: It's time to wake up. term for each individual because why why are we waking up? He's coming. Oh, my word, the king is coming. Yes, he is. There, that day is not that far away. What I, you know, people, I don't want to argue over how it's going to happen, and you know, people want to argue rapture pre, post, all kinds, you know, we want to argue things, but you know what, regardless of whether you believe it's pre post whether you believe in rapture no rapture Jesus whatever people believe they're only about 7 years apart anyway yes <laughs> so once one happens at least or doesn't happen you're 7 years apart yeah? Yeah, yeah okay but at the end of the day you know people say well you know I believe in pre pre tribulation and you know you know so you believe in post I'm like you know what at the end of the day even if I'm wrong or, yeah, and I'm not—I'm not saying what I believe, by the way. I'm just saying, even if if someone who believes pre-tribulation rapture, whatever, is wrong, they've only got to wait seven years and then they get to go anyway because Jesus right. comes back. Yeah. It's not decades. Yeah. It's, we can fuss so much about all our different beliefs, or we can just begin to say, let's just wake up, and let's just begin to expect and believe yeah. the King's coming back.
1: Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah.
0: Hallelujah! Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah, Would you mind now doing a little bit of playing
1: and worship? <laughs>
0: she got already at the start, and then I got teaching. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father, we just want to worship you in this place. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Father, we just want to worship you. Father, we want to praise you. Let's just let's, just raise, let's raise our hands. Oh, we want to worship you, Father God. Lord, we just want to worship you. Hallelujah. Father God, we're hungry. Hallelujah. Father God, we are hungry. We we make that decision, Lord God. We're going to wake up, Father God. We're going to wake up. We want to come higher in your presence. We want to come higher. Father God, we want to walk with more of you, more of you in our lives, Father God. Lord God, we are hungry for God. We're hungry for for a move of God. We're hungry for your spirit to saturate us and fill us like never before, Father God. Hallelujah. Just, just, Just cry out to God. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. We worship you. Lord, we worship you in this place. Father, we're hungry. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father God. Father, I thank you for the manifestation of your power. I thank you for the move and the manifestation of your spirit in the United Kingdom. Father God, I thank you that this nation will see the move of God, will see the manifestation of the spirit of God like has never been experienced in this nation before. Hallelujah, Father God. I thank you that this nation will, will, from coast to coast, and, and from north to south and east to west, Father God, is going to experience that move of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah, Lord God, and I thank you. It shall be, it shall come to pass, it shall happen. It is certain. We are having a revival in this nation. We are not settling for anything less, Lord God. Hallelujah, Father God. We cry out, Father God, and each one of us, we make a decision. We want to wake up even more. Hallelujah, Father God. Don't put your spiritual life on the back burner and just let it plod along. Put it on the front burner and burn that flame up bright again. Oh, hallelujah, we worship you. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. We worship you. We worship you. Oh, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus.
1: Oh, we worship you. We worship you. Oh, we worship you. Allah. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we just want to worship you, Father God. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We lift you high. We worship you. Yes, Lord. Oh, Man I see Him now. Oh, We worship You. Come, my sinner.
0: We worship You. We worship You. Just worship Him in this place. Just worship Him. Just worship Him. Just, worship him. Just sing or speak out. Just let's just begin to worship him. Let's lift him up.
1: Oh Lord, you are worthy, Lord, you are worthy. You are worthy, 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 Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Sin Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, we magnify you. You are holy in this place, Lord, we worship you. You are holy in this place, we worship you. You are so wonderful you are so wonderful so awesome you are the mighty god we worship you you are holy you are so worthy lord we worship you oh hallelujah oh hallelujah lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, you are the mighty King of kings, you are so worthy, you are so awesome Lord, oh we worship you, hallelujah. Oh hallelujah! kiyana anasirane, ki asana nara sirane. You are, you are worthy Oh,
0: thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we worship you in this place. We worship you.
1: All the power, all the glory, all of the honor. All of the glory, all of the power, all of the honor
0: belongs to you, Lord God. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. We worship
1: you, Lord.
0: Oh, hallelujah, Father God. We worship you,
1: Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. Oh. oh, 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 oh. Oh oh, oh, Wonderful Jesus, wonderful Jesus, wonderful Jesus, you are holy. Lord, you are holy, 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 holy You are holy, 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 holy Lord You are holy, 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 holy. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy, 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 is Lord. Oh, we worship You. Oh, we worship You. We worship You. We worship You you are worthy lord oh hallelujah <coughs> oh, oh hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah! Hallelujah, Father, we worship you, Lord. We just worship you. Oh, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus. Oh, Shile bakara
1: Oh, my killer, my killer, my killer, shila killer, my killer, my killer,
0: my killer, my bela my killer, my Hallelujah. Jesus Jesus, 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 Jesus.
1: Oh, you're so holy. You are so awesome, love. You are amazing and awesome, love, God. All no power and glory is yours,
0: Lord. Killing it up, I see. Melanita, oh, my shade of a cut of a sister. Had a macarama shade of a cut of Hallelujah, Father, we just worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We worship you oh
1: you are worthy you are worthy you are worthy we worship you father god
0: hallelujah hallelujah father we just worship you oh father we worship you hallelujah father god hallelujah father we just we just thank you lord god father i just pray for the the fresh wave of the holy spirit right now Father God, I just pray that people will just be refilled and refreshed. Father God, I just pray. Father, I thank you that you've given your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And and sometimes people have just become dry. 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 But God wants wants that he put the Holy Spirit in you for a reason. He gave you the Holy Spirit. He's a, he's a source of refreshing. He's a source of life and vibrancy. Hallelujah. But I mean, it's it just too often people just become dry. Father God, I just pray right now. Lord God, I just lift just everybody here. Lord God, I pray that, 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 that they will receive a fresh infilling. Fresh, fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. Fresh and filling, Father God. Lord God, saturated in your presence, Father God. Saturated, 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 filled to overflowing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you, and if, you've, if you have become dry, just, 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 raise, just as we worship, you might even be thinking, I can't worship like that, I'm so dry. Just raise your hands and just say, Father, fill me fresh. Father God, just pour out and just fill me fresh with your Spirit as we worship in this place. Hallelujah. And Father, I thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. Fresh and filling of the Holy Spirit. And if you've never received the Holy Spirit, you can as well. Just raise your hands and say, Father, I, I want the Holy Spirit in my life.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Because the Holy Spirit is such a vital part of that waking up and being being on full, fl- full flame. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let's just let's just let's just let's just raise our hands again just say, Father, fill me. Oh Father God, I'm hungry. Lord God, if I've dried up, if I've become dry. Father God, I just thank you that you that you just refresh me refre- uh, refreshed again a fresh and filling of your spirit, Father God. fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit on people's yeah. lives right now. We receive that Lord God. Hallelujah.
1: Oh hallelujah,
0: thank you Lord. thank you Jesus that you pour out your spirit afresh fresh and filling, fresh fire.
1: Oh, we just
0: Lord, we just wait on you. We wait on you, Lord God. Cold a maquil and they sister, every stern. Oh, a man of my son and sister.
1: Ped and a Nishani. Sing a new song to the Lord, hallelujah, oh hallelujah, lift up your voices to the Lord, lift up your voices to the Lord in this place. Lift up your voices. Oh, Lord, we worship you. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Oh and I yes. Oh, hallelujah Lord we worship you You are worthy 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 Oh you are worthy Lord you are worthy You are worthy 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 Lord Oh, I'm an assi, come on, I exalt thee, oh Lord. Oh. Exalt thee. it again. Yeah. I'm your
0: you are mighty you are mighty
1: you are mighty mighty. oh Lord you you are mighty you are mighty you you're amazing.
0: Oh, Father, you're just amazing, Lord. Oh, Lord, we just love to worship you, Lord. It's so wonderful to just worship you. Just want to worship you, Lord. Just want to lift you up. We just want to honor your name and worship you, Father God.